Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night, Rockzone listeners. Great to have you back with us. This is Tom. Max is here as well. We've just finished recording episode 14 of the Rockzone. Uh, Max, what did we discuss? We discussed how one might go about planning an international high rock season. Mm-hmm. So the season's going to kickstart pretty soon and we take you through our thoughts and criteria that we've used to kind of shortlist where we want to be. Um, so there's a there's a whole bunch. Our shortlist isn't all that short. Um, it's more of a long list. It's more of a long list. It's more of a comprehensive, full athletic career we're embarking on. But nonetheless, we make some phone calls to some of my friends unexpectedly. Um, we also do some scratch cards. And um, I mean, do we win anything? We do win something. But you're going to have to listen to the end of the episode to get that information, of course. Anything else? I think that's it. Enjoy. Sweet as. It's been an interesting double intro, this. Yeah. Kill beans. Racks on out. No, we can say that time's watching. Yeah, but okay, fine. It's a four. Three of us. Three, two, one. Oh, that sounded so awful. <laughs> well, hello and welcome back to the Rock Zone, featuring alcohol today. <laughs> and a water bottle. <laughs> Uh, um, more specifically a white claw hard seltzer and a jubel cut with peach session lager Mm. Um, both quite good drinks actually I think white claw is probably one of my favourite cleaner drinks that you can have Mm. Mm. advertising healthy alcoholic lifestyles yeah it's it's definitely my go to if I want to be like you know what I'm going to I'm, I'm going to go out and get drunk, but I don't want to feel too bad, but also don't want the calories that come with the beer. The reason why? It hydrates you while you get drunk. Yeah, basically fizzy water with a bit of nondescript alcohol. That's mm. always a weird thing. You don't know what alcohol it is. Do we, did we find out what alcohol is that? We did find out. What, so it's malt something or other, which is the same as in whiskey. Oh, wow. Mm. So, cool. it's, so it's whiskey and fizzy water. Nice. With some, yeah. Yes, some let's go with that. Delicious. Well, we're getting sidetracked. Anyway, welcome guys to uh, The Rock Zone. Um, another nondescript episode because I can't remember the name we're on. I think we're 13, 14? 14. 14! Lucky number 14. They're all lucky in our opinion. Um, I guess today we're all three of us in person. Um, but the one thing all three of us being person is special is because Tom is back, ladies and gentlemen. Tom. And it's Tom's birthday. Oh yeah, of course. Welcome back, dude. Woo. And happy birthday. Happy birthday, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was actually my birthday a week or two ago whilst I was on holiday in Portugal, uh, which is why you guys wouldn't have heard from me very much when we had the lovely Blake and others um, mm. taking taking spots. And um, There was certainly no hardship based yeah. on Tom's intro. No, no love, loss. no love loss between myself and Blake and anybody mm. else. He loves you, and I know that's true. <laughs> no, I love Blake too. Uh, no, it's great to be back. Great to be back properly here in person with you boys. We're having a little party afterwards, so thought we'd get a little recording in beforehand. Mm. Yeah, a little szechuan naan. It's going to be a good one. Mm. Uh, full disclosure, <laughs> if uh, one of Tom's sisters bursts in and asks Tom why various pieces of uh, party preparation have not been completed, you know now. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. Um, but awkward cut midway through, like some long speech we're having. Um, no, it's that. I think it's, we're quite good at hiding the awkward cuts. But anyway, back on, back on track. I guess what we are going to do today is um, try and use you coming back to sort of plan the season and to have an open discussion, really, about 
what it is or what the sort of things you should be thinking about when it comes into planning the season, a little look at how the season lineup is looking. Um, so stepping through that, we've made a little short list, but I guess, um, Max, do you want to kick us off with uh, the sort of the overview of all the events to come? So I'm not going to give you an overview of all the events we're going to do, um, or all the events there are rather, but instead give you an, a short list, like Ben said, of the events that we're going to go to. And uh, I'll be honest, chaps, I think I got slightly carried away as to how many we're going to do. Um, on our short list, there are 10. Okay. Ten in the span of six months, with Blimey. multiple back-to-backs. And that's that's internationally within Europe as well, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. So there's... Yeah, we're not even taking into account America. Can we're we go to America? We're going to Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, right? baby, let's do it! Well, I, I, I don't think uh, the World Championship location has been announced. Oh. Mm. I think there is rumour that it's going to be in Europe, which is mm. only fair, seeing that we have one over there, one over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to our good friend Ian Kay. Fellow podcast host. What a legend. What a, what a mentor he's been for us so far. Mm, mm. So again, UK HXR, for all of you who don't know. Um, legend of the game, 200 plus episodes, as I found out. That's, that's oh, huge, isn't it? Ridiculous. Yeah, you sat down with him this week, actually. I did. Yeah, you went for a beer, which was really nice. I did. I did go for a, a couple of pints with him. Was it um, a Jubel? It, it, uh, it was a Brewdog um, pub. So yeah. there was only Brewdog-affiliated Lovely. drinks in there. So mm. no Jubel, unfortunately. Yeah. However, back to uh, the events. So there's obviously the three London, uh, London, three UK events that we'll be attending, almost mm-hmm. as an absolute certainty, uh, which is London 19th of November. We don't actually have tickets for that because it's sold out. And <laughs> <laughs> we're hoping to get some kind of media access. Chances are very high that we will be there. Um, the other UK event, sorry, would be Birmingham. Um, and that is the 15th of October. So I've already fucked it up. Uh, it's Birmingham first, 15th of October. <laughs> London thereafter, 19th of November. And then Manny, Manchester, for all those who don't know, 28th of January. Mm, fantastic. I mean, it's very on brand for us to do this haphazardly, but I think all those Well, three... you say haphazardly, I've literally got the fucking list in front of me and I still got it wrong. <laughs> oh, mate, I, I appreciate your dedication to putting this together. I think the three UK events are going to be such a, such a spectacle to go to, especially seeing as how they're increasing, uh, well, the price rises come uh, this year. Uh, with that, we actually spoke to the guys and we're like, okay, what, what, what entails the price rise? And they say they want to add to the production value of the events. So we're expecting to see everything grow a little bit more in terms of the, the grandioso nature as such. I mean, last, last year there was great with all the DJs and the partners, but personally, I'm looking forward to see what they bring to the table mm. uh, with it. So, yeah, when we go down, we're going to be trying to do some behind-the-scenes stuff, doing a little bit of, like, telling you the nitty-gritty of, like, okay, where the nearest toilets are. Like, the sort of, like, the things that you want to know uh, every day as such. Um, so stay tuned to our socials if you do want to do want a little bit of um, guidance on what you know can what? happen. I think, I think we should have a Ben's toilet review. <laughs> the Manchester toilets are uh, a six out of ten. Mm. Mm. Yeah, what makes them a six versus the London? Well, we'll, we'll have to find out. Yeah. It's, um, it's probably worth noting as well that you guys will certainly be competing. Mm. I probably won't be because I'll still be recovering and mm. rehabbing, but you two will be. Mm. So, question: that short list of ten events that we're attending, are you both planning on competing in all ten? Well. 
I think let's rewind a second and tell you the events that okay, we're possibly yeah. going for. So, in no particular order, no, in fact, in chronological order of happening, Basel, mm-hmm. Birmingham, Amsterdam, Essen, London, Madrid, Frankfurt, Manchester, Munich, Barcelona. Wicked. That's, is that 10? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yes, it's 10. It's 10. It's 10. Um, so they span all the way from September to March, which is seven months. Mm-hmm. Um, in between then, and I will mention this properly in a little bit, I'm also running the London Marathon. So yeah, well I've done, got, mate. I've got a pretty Shit. sporting seven months coming That's going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm not Jeez. jealous, but like I'm, I'm enjoying, oh, I'm looking forward to see how you mm. get on. Mm. Anyway, back to High Rocks for the meantime. Yes, me and Ben have every intention of competing. In fact, let's put it this way. Um, I, Tom, see ben, I see Ben's Ben looking at me with his, with his head shaking like, oh God, <laughs> 10 high rocks. I do think doing 10 high rocks would be insane. Mm. If I'm being real with you guys, that's, that's huge. Well, I, I think, think re- realistically, we've, we've put a few down on our list that might be taken out. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I mean, it'd be fantastic if all three of us show up to all of these events. But, you know, it's more likely that we're going to be at the Germany events because we have friends there, mm. we have infrastructure, it's a little bit more convenient. Um, Ben's raising his hand for a question. Yes, Ben. Ben didn't like that. <laughs> Go again. Ben's still, <laughs> still struggling. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. The idea that I have a question, I don't have a question, I was just going to segue into bringing this whole conversation back on track. Um, so I was going to say, so what you've done, Max, is go away and sort of put together a shortlist. And that's a shortlist of 10 events. And you sort of, you, in black, you said, okay, these are the ones that you think are achievable and these are the ones that uh, you think are a maybe. I mean, what was the process behind deciding, like, one, how to build your shortlist, and two, to say, mm. you know what, that's mm. worth me looking into a little bit more. Okay, that, that is actually a good question. Thank you very much, Ben. Um, two house points for that. <laughs> to Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my criteria were, two of the following. One, is it feasible and accessible from a price, travel, logistics standpoint? And two, is it a city Mm. that I'd be interested in visiting? Mm. So the first cost and accessibility, all of that, um, I'm looking at how much would a hotel be? How much would flights be? How convenient is it Mm. to get from airport to hotel to convention center Mm. where they're all events are in some kind of convention mm. center. Um, I mean, it's pretty ideal because most of the events are very near in mm. close proximity to the uh, airport. So you get off the airport, take a quick Uber or a train, mm. whatever it is, uh, book a hotel near the event and you're kind of sorted. Mm. Would you say that um, having a hotel near the event is something that you, you generally look for? Or like, would you want to be city center for like your whole holiday or your whole trip as such? So for me personally, it's a matter of being close to the actual event as opposed to being in the city center. And that's because when you've done your high rocks, you're sweated through and you're really hungry and you just want to like, you know, get into a shower, maybe scram some food. Mm. 
it's more convenient in my opinion to be close to the event that way we did this in london as well um even though you know we're all london based i booked an airbnb close to the actual event Mm. because that means we can go and shower we can get changed we can be fresh we can have some food if we Mm. like and then go back to the event and enjoy the whole thing so to answer that question i prefer to have it close to the event as mm. opposed to in the city centre. So you're looking for that sort of that quick turnaround to be able to feel fresh, feel ready to go for the rest of the day, enjoy the experience. Correct. And what I didn't mention there is also getting to the event. I want it to be as convenient as possible. I want to be eating what I want to eat um, mm. uh, before the event, some t- sometime in the morning or afternoon, depending on when my race is, and then go mm. without much hassle to the event. Wicked. So let's bring it back to the list then. What's your number one destination that you think as a team we should at least be visiting or looking at as a number one priority? That's quite hard. That's quite hard to say. So personally, I'd like to go to Essen and Frankfurt because that's Mm. where my parents are and I'd I'd love to take you guys there and kind Mm. of explore those cities, which Mm -hmm. I think is cool. Um, But something that you mentioned Ben that I'm certainly on the same page with you is going to Barcelona because yes that would be or Madrid if we can make that work Madrid's unfortunately in the in the red category at the moment (laughs) purely because it would be one week after London that's quite intense yeah but I think a, a trip to Barcelona would be awesome and that's my second point right we're there for a weekend it's a holiday we're paying for this Mm. so we would like to combo that with being in a cool city. So Barcelona would certainly be on that agenda. Yeah. I think like for me, I, I mean, Tom, we've been to Madrid before together on a, on a nice little romantic getaway and that was a, a real treat. But I guess what we did was we went in summer when that was actually quite nice and hot and you, how you typically think of a destination like this. Obviously, High Rocks is a winter sport and yeah. so the weather is pretty different. And if we look at Madrid, which is on the 26th of November, the average temperature is 13 to 6 degrees. So That's quite a big fluctuation, though. Well, yeah, true. Did but Google not give you a more precise stat? Google was very generic. Mm. You, you've, you've seen straight through me there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was trying to think, like, obviously, like, personally... I like the idea of going to a a European destination in order to, one, do the event and two, like compete in the sort of surrounding culture that goes with it. Mm. And in Madrid, they've got this uh, autumn festival, which is like music, theater, dance, all that sort of stuff going on. So I'd like to sort of pair like whatever we do with going and actually experiencing the culture, because otherwise like High Rocks is a repeatable race. The idea is that the format is generic across every single one. So what do you think is the appeal of wanting to go and do a different location? Right, as a, right from Birmingham, yeah. which might not be the most attractive location. Sorry mm. for all Birmingham listeners. And a Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I, um, when Max sent that list that was very appealing to me, was that there are quite a few places that I've just never been to before. Mm. So I think if you pair going to a different location to do something that you know how to do, a high rock, two thousand four. But then actually then to use the excuse of going there to compete in a fitness event to then actually go and explore a city and a culture that you haven't seen. So going to Essen, for example, Mm. or Frankfurt, I haven't done that. Mm. I haven't been to to either of those places. I've definitely been to Barcelona, Madrid. It'd be Mm. interesting to go there in a different time of the year, which is, I guess, another unique aspect to Mm. High Rocks is that it's always it's mainly winter based. Right. So those destinations will be a winter experience. 
So I think that's definitely something that might be an, an interesting draw. So an opportunity to experience the off season in a in a destination. Yeah. That's well, quite well, cool. The off season in a in a summer place, yeah. yeah. But then just like a different city. That's a rogue move. Um, yeah. I'm going to go when there's no tourists. Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, I quite like the idea of Essen because Google threw up, like, what to do in Essen? And I saw the Zoologische, I can't say it, Zoologische Garten. I mean, Zoologische Garten. That's the one. <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. Uh, which is a zoo for, your, for the non German listeners. And, like, Amsterdam has one. And every time I go to Amsterdam, I always go to the zoo there. Admittedly, I'm doing a few other things whilst I'm at the zoo, but mm. I do enjoy the zoo. And I think like just trying to find those interesting little novel quirks about these destinations helps me, or at least sell it into myself. Agreed. Something else just came to my mind. You don't, well, at least for Brits, we don't really go away that much in the winter, mm. I find. I find I don't tend to go very international during the winter months. Maybe I'll do like a trip, but it's not that frequent compared to in the summer where I tend to go to a few more places. So well, you, you wouldn't go to Europe somewhere because it's yeah, all quite... You, I guess you well, could. do you well, go skiing? Well, perhaps skiing, but I mean, yeah. you know, not everyone goes skiing. Um, I don't Tom know, doesn't. I don't know His knees fucked. So I can't do it. <laughs> exactly. I fucked skiing. But, like, it, it, this is, like, I would imagine there's just, an, again, another nice excuse to just go, uh, go away mm. and get a fresh scene, just experience something different from the six-month winter period that we have in the UK. Yeah, quite possibly. I mean, full disclosure, I don't imagine Essen to be particularly fun. Well, yeah, it, well, it probably won't be nice sunny weather, but that's not the point. It's like, I just feel like as, as Brits, mm. we don't tend to go many places yeah, during no, the winter, really. It is a really good point. Like, we are very, like, all our social media is targeted to holidays in the sun or holidays with a winter activity or... And I guess that's what Hyrox is providing in this case. It's the opportunity to have something to latch on to, to say, I'm going there for this reason, and if I'm going to Munich in March... I'm still going to enjoy the 9 to 1 degrees, which doesn't sound that attractive, Max. <laughs> this is my fault. As, a, as the resident German, it's my fault. Yeah, you put, my it, yes, it is. Yes, you put it on the list. And you put it in black as well. So That's, Oh, that means we're, we're going. going. Yeah, yeah. Black means we're going. Red means maybe. Uh, fair. I think that's quite interesting because Ben could speak at this from a competitor's point of view whereas Tom would be speaking at this from a spectator's point spectator. of view and I do think that's, that's quite different <laughs> no, no I think it happens a lot like a lot yeah, of people like, will go and support their partner if they go and race in an so event so you guys are my partners well you, you know you what you're probably one of the most substantial people I talk to the most at the moment so I would call you my partner you how do you talk to me more than, more than you would talk to a partner I don't have a partner so <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> No, but I think, I think that's honestly a fair point because um, many people will be travelling with their other halves or family or friends and there's a difference. One, you, I mean, you are getting kind of physically exhausted by shouting at your um, person you're trying to, you know, get over the line, but that's not the same level as someone mm. who's actually competing. So Ben might be completely knackered and think you know what, in all honesty, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to chill in the hotel and fly back nice and relaxed the next day. Mm. Whereas Tom might be thinking, well, fucking hell, I've come to Amsterdam or yeah. Basel mm. or wherever and I'd quite like to do something, you know, yeah. just because Ben's asleep. I, yeah. I, I don't mind going out. I want to go to the zoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess the point we're trying to dig down on here is that, like, Hyrox is probably an excuse for either supporting members of your party or 
anyone, well, yourself and anyone you're with, is what I'm saying, mm. to experience a location that you typically wouldn't go to in a non-typical time of the year. Mm. With that, like, if you look at that as a package, it's a very exciting proposition. It's something that you could actually base, like, we're going to do a really exciting trip that not a lot of other people do at this time of the year. Saying that, I'm looking at the flights here, like the costs you put to some of these um, estimated trips, and like the idea to go to Bas uh, Basel on the 10th of September, it's around £400 for flights and accommodation, which is, is quite an undertaking. Um, full disclosure, that also includes sesh money. Okay, fair enough. So holiday, <laughs> overall holiday, is that per person? I, I, sesh per person. Okay, 400 quid all in to do a, a proper high rocks weekend. Yes. Well, this is, a, this is an interesting point you bring up. So um, it's not the cheapest thing because mm. you do need to bear in mind that we will be paying for the actual event entry. Mm -hmm. So I think on average, that's like 80 euros, 60, 70 pounds, something mm. along those lines. It's not, it's not the cheapest thing, let's be honest. It is a really, really cool experience. And I don't think most of our listeners will be planning 10 10 events in, in mm. seven months. That's just us because we're invested in this to the point that we have a podcast about this and we mm. need to kind of stay current on mm. affairs that are happening. Um, but it is a mini getaway. And because you're going in winter, which in Europe, unless you're going to a winter sport-based yeah. you know, destination... The flights and hotels mm. are going to be quite cheap because no one wants to go in winter. Mm. So it is a prime time yeah. as such to go and experience these things um, with a purpose because mm. you, you're coming there deliberately and first and foremostly to compete in an event. Mm. So that you've got that and you know that that's going to be good. Hyrox does a phenomenal job at standardizing everything. So you know you're going to get a good workout. And then everything else, the peripheral as such, is a bonus. Mm. It might not be... You know, it would be nicer to go look at the monkeys in the zoo when the sun's shining down on you as opposed mm. to when it's fucking raining or snowing on you mm. in Munich when it's two degrees. But still, you could you could mm. still do all of this. So you're right, it is, it is cheaper. Mm. So it's kind of maybe breaking up your winter a little bit. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's a nice opportunity to get away. And if we take a step back and look at the three events that we are definitely going to go to, the UK-based one, based ones, I personally would like to ask you, Max... Obviously, having lived in Manchester for a little while, what would you recommend there is to do in Manchester in when is it? September? No, January. In January, like, well, if you had, to, if I was like, yeah, yeah I'm coming up for coming up for this event, um, look after me, house me, and show me a good time. Well, I'm not sure I'm the best person to ask for this because Ben and Tom actually to turn the question. Around, <laughs> oh, you want to flip this? <laughs> yes, I do want to flip this. Actually, came up as spectators because this is like at mm. the inception of Ben when when Ben got hooked on High Rocks both of you came up to support me mm. in Manchester and that mm. was also a January based event as far as I remember uh, in yeah, 2022 was, so this year Jan, Jan there you go um, and well from my perspective the answer was drink <laughs> which was well, rather no, no 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 because that was the last day of dry our January. dry January Ben and I were doing dry January and we were and we've, you spiked our drinks. We've so, sidetracked so badly here. But yeah, yeah as our daughter Dry Jan, we had a great time going out to some bars where they're playing live music. And Max bought us a soda with lime spiked with vodka. So it was really a yeah, that was, lime. So yeah. actually, we failed our January. But yeah, I mean. But in, but in, but in, but in, but in doing so, we had a great we time. We had a great yeah. time. And the foundations of the rock zone. 
yeah. were, were, really, born, yeah. were really born and, and started that so? there, I, I yeah. imagine, yeah. I think the, so obviously you can't go to Manchester without drinking, is what we're saying, <laughs> I guess. Well, no, um, you can't go to Manchester without going out and experiencing some of the nightlife there, bars, the live music, doesn't have to be getting drunk and stuff, mm. but like there's, there's quite a fun scene around there. Yeah, and I think the, like we ended up in a, in a bar with, with live music that had an amazing act where we could put in requests and stuff, and that was actually yeah. like... No, 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 the requests were f- like completely ignored. No, really? No. 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 Got, no, 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 I put something, I, I got a request. What song? Um, ABBA. And I got Sweet Caroline. <laughs> amazing. Can you tell we're British? <laughs> <laughs> So to clarify, this year it's on in Manchester. It's actually on the twenty eighth of January, not the thirtieth, as the, as it was last time. So um, we'll we'll hopefully see anyone there that wants to turn up. But um, oh, we will we will certainly yeah. be seeing a lot of fans. Something is also worth asking: any any fans that are more international that are listening to the show, and you live in one of the destinations that we've mentioned, please drop us a message on our socials. Tell us where's good to go. An experience at that time of year. I mean, I, I mean, I have no fucking clue what to do in Madrid in March. Actually, I have a friend who lives. Well, she doesn't live in Madrid, but yeah. she's well, she's Venezuelan and goes to Madrid a lot. So I think <laughs> let's try and call her. Yeah, give her a call. Let's All try right, and call fine. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking, why not? Let's go on. This is going to be great. Uh, here we go. So when is it we need to ask her for? Madrid is in Madrid's March sometime. Second March, mid March. Bonjour, vous êtes sur la messagerie du 07. Veronica is not at the phone. <laughs> oh. uh, she lives in Paris. Uh, to explain why. Does she? Uh, that's severely disappointing. <laughs> who else should we call? My good friend Zoe. Yes. Who you've met at the London, not Manchester event. Oh. Okay. She has a boyfriend. Okay, let's call him. That's tenuous. Let's go. Um, hang on. She has a boyfriend who is from Switzerland. And he <laughs> Even lives more in, tenuous. He lives in Basel. So ah, okay. let's call Zoe. Yeah. Tenuous links. Here we go. And we're asking for her advice on what to do in Basel. Correct. Her. On the tenth of September only. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Zoe, you are live. Sat here with oh, me, Ben, and Tom. I'm not joking. This isn't. Okay. Um, we are. We are currently discussing going to Basel for the upcoming Ooh. season, and we need some recommendations as to what one might do on... The 10th of September. So it's late summer. I know you've been to Basel plenty of times with Nick. What can you do yeah. in Basel at that time? Oh, my gosh. Well, there's a lot of museums, a lot of culture, that's what you're into. Mm. But I'm guessing you're asking more sport-related, right? Well, no, bear in mind, we've just done a huge fitness event, so I don't think sport is on the cards. We want to do something cultural. What, why would you go to Basel? What would you want to see? All relaxing. Okay, so relaxing, there's a bunch of, like, spas around Basel, so that's an option. But there's also a lot of, like, museums. So there's, a, like, a big art gallery, a big, like, art scene uh, that you should definitely check out. Um, a lot of restaurants. I'm thinking, in ge- well, okay, so there's a big, like, um, furniture store. <laughs> furniture store? Ooh. Wow. Wow. Ikea, but not Swiss. <laughs> no, it's called Vitra. It's called Vitra. It's really well known all around the world. Vitra? It's this, 
Vitra. Oh, yeah. I know Vitra, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have like their headquarters there. I hope I'm not talking shit, but I'm pretty sure they have their head headquarters there. And you essentially walk through these like three different buildings. And it's like really cool buildings built by different star architects. And you see the different like uh, yeah, chairs, tables that are done by like world I think that was the perfect random thing you could have mentioned for <laughs> us to do in Basel on a random whim. We're, we're, we're running low on content ideas, so I went through my <laughs> phone and you were the first person that picked up. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Zoe. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say? Oh, gosh, man. You're really putting me on the spot. I don't know. Have, have fun at High Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. Thank oh you God. so much. Excellent. I'm actually so jazzed about the Vitra thing. Like, I honestly, you have no idea how excited I am. That is the perfect fact for me. Like, Vitra is like an outstanding furniture company that pull in really influential designers and... I've always gone to their showrooms and stuff and seen them at like London Design Fair and things like this. So yeah, let's do basil. I'm fucking... fucking basil? Yeah, basil. On Are the... we putting that on our pizza as well? Yeah, or? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> in Sainsbury's on the vegetable aisle. Um, so like basil is a must for me. I'm, I'm very keen. Well, there you go. That's, that's a perfectly random example of how you will find interesting things that you never thought... Yeah. You never... Were you ever going to go to Basel no. if you did not find out? No, never. That? I guess what that shows is like... Just reach out to people that like you have a tenuous connection to to ask them what's good around there because it is all about like personal recommendations at the Correct. end of the day. Correct. Totally. Correct. And try and find a local. Like if anyone actually is international uh, or in Europe or anywhere and wants to come to the UK and wants some tips from us, like obviously reach out. Oh, like dear. we'd be more than happy to we'll show you a good to time. Vitra furniture. Equivalent. Showhouse equivalent of. We'll take you to Fez Club, <laughs> which is a beautiful establishment in southwest London. Um, the, a stomping ground that we will be frequenting later tonight for Tom's birthday, actually. Mm. Right, chaps, I think that's been a perfect, quirky, rock zone style introduction as to what you might consider when travelling to other High Rocks events that aren't local to your country. Um, we've kind of agreed that two things to consider are cost, obviously. It's still something that you're paying out of mm. your own pocket, so it needs to be worth your while. Um, we spoke about logistics and proximity to like the event, um, but also, as evidenced by our completely spontaneous call to Zoe, reach out to people who you might know around the area. It's always cool to bring them along. It's only 10 euros or 10 pounds or so for a ticket. Mm. Everyone we've brought to one of these events have loved the whole thing. Um, and uh, yeah, is there anything else you would like to add? I guess not really from my side. I'm just like, I'm looking forward to the season, if anything. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I mean I'll, be, I'll be coming as a spectator to most of them, so... And you're still excited, right? You're yeah, not... no, I'm, I'm buzzing to, for Basel. So it's not necessarily that you need to be competing in the event. If no. if you are a spectator and you're watching a loved one, uh, it's still good crack. Yeah, well, it's just it's, it's a day out. Mm -hmm. It's essentially 
like going to the Vitra Museum, but to watch athletes. <laughs> I want to do the Vitra and the zoo. It's going to yeah, be good. Like the... get sweaty. It's like going to the zoo. Yeah, it's like going Just to the loads of people Ruger running around, running around, sweating, and mm. doing all sorts of activities. Or a zoo for furniture, whatever so, floats your boat. I'm going to like railroad this uh, this whole <laughs> brilliant episode so far into a train rack of a thing where I go. I bought two scratch cards, <laughs> and I really think that. Uh, I'm going to scratch them live on air because if I win, I want to capture my reaction. That's but our ticket paid to Basel. Exactly. That's okay, right. So that's like, I've got a pot of gold, a number seven, a number seven. Yeah, one? do you want to scratch that one? Match three to win on this one. The Two line sevens. And then I've got nothing. And then I've got a big fat nothing. So I'm paying out my own pocket. Okay. Tom, have you done any better? So if we for? get a third one pound, then that means we get one Where pound. Where in the money? Five. Oh, we're a winner! One pound! We're a winner! No! Oh. Oh. What? Yeah, we won, we won one pound. Great, I won the ticket price how much, back. How <laughs> ben, what are you doing with your winnings? Uh, I'm reinvesting them into another ticket to try and win money to go to another Hyrox event. Incorrect, you're going to Disneyland. <laughs> Rock zone out! Rock zone out. Rock zone out.